All right. Welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. First and foremost, gang, let me tell y'all something. If I still believed in a God, I would start to question that fucker's existence right about now. It is oppressively not hot. It is humid as shit here in Austin, Texas. So again, just in case it sounds like there's a fan in the background, it's because there is a fan in the background. When I woke up this morning, there was like a 60% chance of rain. Well, you'll never guess what the fuck happened. The weather conditions, still uh, favorable for rain, except there's no fucking rain. And it's 90 degrees. So all it did was make it stickier in here. And the flies and the mosquitoes, all it did was piss them the fuck off. I literally just went outside for a minute maximum just to pull something off the grill so I can have a nice vibrant lunch. And now I am scratching my fucking legs. Like I stood in a pile of fire ants for nine minutes. I hear some of you assholes are rushing to get to Texas. I got to ask you something. Why? I uh, listen to uncle Bobby get, don't come. Yeah, sure. Vacation here, whatever. But fuck me. This is terrible. <laughs> I just had to get that one out. I mean, seriously, I'm sitting here with my AC on like six. I've got like nine fans surrounding me. I'm still sweating. And I've got now pimples all over my fucking legs because those fucking mosquitoes that are so big, they need a pilot's license to fly. Oh, man. I don't understand y'all. Y'all are, Some of y'all are actually trying to get here. I'm trying to get the fuck out. All right, let's roll into the show, gang. First one up. I have ragged this idiot before, and today's show, gang, was actually going to look a hell of a lot different, but I was sent two articles, one by Emotional Support System and the other one by my best friend, and they completely switched up the uh, landscape of today's recording. So here we go. First one up, Lauren Fuckface Bober. Gang, I am sitting here literally shaking my head. I will never understand fully how this person is politically fucking relevant. I mean, hey, fuckface, Lauren, isn't there a high school graduation stage that you need to be walking across? How do you have your hands in anything fucking political? I mean, Colorado, I know I don't have a lot of room to talk. I got fuckface Greg Abbott, but God damn. And what she's beefing over. And again, and the fucked up part, besides Lauren fuckface Bobert, is again, this is the Trumplican party. These are the people that love to tout that Ben Shapiro is on their side. Now, I'm 6'3". Ben is not. He may not be able to hear what I said all the way down there. So someone's a little bit shorter than me. Could, could you translate tall people talk to fuckface Ben? And tell him that Uncle Bobby said he sucks. 
But this is the party that loves to say that Ben's on their side. And what is his signature fucking saying? So much, in fact, that with over a million followers on Twitter, his pinned tweet, facts don't care about your feelings. Yeah, that's what he loves to say. And all the Trumpicans love to jerk off all over himself when he owns the libs and tells us that facts don't care about our feelings. And I find it odd the people who love that saying the most still believe that there's an invisible man in the sky, a timeless, spaceless, immaterial, personal force that watches everyone masturbate and hates gay people. But you're the ones telling us about facts. Please stop talking. But what put this crazy bastard in my crosshairs, and the reason why I brought up facts and feelings and all kinds of stupid shit, is because she is talking, tweeted out, about fucking transgender athletes. Again, you love your facts, right? But your biggest arguments are all based on your fucking feelings. So again, what do you want to talk about? Right? Uh, the cyclist, whose name I still can't fucking remember. Emmy, if you hear this girl, I am so sorry. Emmy sent me all that damn information when I did my trans episode when I first started doing podcasting. But everyone likes to show the picture of uh, the cyclist. She's a big girl. She is. And they love to show the pictures of her winning the cycling race by like two to three bike lengths. But you know what they don't show you? All the times that the exact same women whip her ass. For those of you who aren't sports inclined, that's going to happen sometimes. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. What what else do we got? Fallon Fox? I've already, how many times has Uncle Bobby explained that one to you? Fallon Fox was at best an average fighter. There was nothing special about her. It just wasn't. And again, they love to talk about how she cracked another woman's skull. And she did. That's not up for debate. But for the one millionth time, she cracked that woman's skull because the technique was fucking brutal. It wasn't because of what she was assigned with at birth. So again, you want to sit here and talk about facts and all this other bullshit. Where are they? Where are these numbers that show that trans brothers and sisters of ours are completely changing the fucking landscape of how women participate in sports, right? And then again, that little girl, I can't remember where she's from. But again, what? They, yeah, absolutely. She lost. And I'm trying to remember what event. She was a high school track girl. She did lose. And what, Fox adopted her? You already know that's bad. You know that's bad. And then uh, uh, Glenn Beck, whatever the fuck his stupid-ass propaganda machine is called. And then uh, what was the other one? Dennis fucking Prager. When that little girl went on Dennis Prager, I was like, she's done. She is completely brainwashed. She has 100% drank the Kool-Aid. Right? And they love to say how she was absolutely fucking dominated. So here we go. What did I say? Four cases? Let's bump it up to 10. Fuck it. Go ahead. I'm still waiting. Where is this evidence that transgender people, and let's keep it real. All we're worried about are trans women, right? That's all we care about. 
Because what's the one thing that they always say directly after that? Right? They, they're, they're always worried that some trans woman with a 52-inch dick is just going to sit here with her legs spread wide the fuck open and watching other little girls just trip over her junk. Again, you guys are creating more solutions than problems we actually have. There is no evidence of any of this shit happening. And I've said it once, I'll say it again, for just some asshole who's about to bring up the one or two cases of a transgender person uh, being a sex criminal. You want to know why that transgender person is a sex criminal? It's because they're a fucking sex criminal. It's got nothing to do with them being fucking transgender. Because again, just in case you are not aware, the overwhelming majority of sex offenders, one, are heterosexuals. Yeah, they are. And they actually identify as straight, even though sometimes their victims have the same genitalia. Well, Robert, doesn't that make them gay? No, bastards. Who you are sexually attracted to and who you want to hurt, two totally different conversations, Jack. Two totally different conversations. And I remember getting into a online, got into it with Eve, whatever the fuck. That was my last conversation with that idiot. Anyone who was in league with fucking red pill religion, whatever the fuck with that Dean Ismay shit, was, oh, escaping atheism, that's just a fucking hate group. And I got into it with Eve on what is and is not rape. Because my thing is, and I'm right, it's not sex. Yeah, it, it involves genitals, which is why they classify it as a sex crime, but it's not sex. That, and in this case, let's use a guy against a girl. His penis is about as sexy as a fucking billy club. He's trying to hurt that person. This isn't about this feels good on my genitals. It is an assault. And Eve's monkey ass was trying to, you know, knuckle me down and, of course, found some bullshit ass death. Shut the, shut the fuck up. So, again, if we're not going to sit here and say heterosexuality and cisgendered means that you are uh, a sex criminal, then don't hang that fucking label on our trans brothers and sisters. And, again, fuckface Bobert, don't you have something better to do? I mean, seriously, again, only in America. And again, I, I, I've kind of a side note. Someone that I have not seen professionally in over a decade came back to the studio today. I already knew this person. We don't agree on politics and social issues and religion. Well, the only thing she and I have in common is that we live in the same city and we both currently convert oxygen to carbon dioxide. That's it. And this person was, you know, because a new tag phrase is, I can't watch the news anymore. It's too negative. It's like, yeah, you know, funny how that worked. Because when I, and I knew this person when Obama was in the White House, right? That, the, the exact same people who say that, gang, they would not miss a day of news lest they were the ones who weren't caught up to date on what Count Blackula had fucked up now. Did you see that? He forgot to salute a Marine coming off of uh, Air Force One. Oh, my God. Did you not see his tan suit? He hates America. But for four years, their guy took an ass whooping in the press. Now what? Oh, it's too depressing. I Shut the fuck up. We can see right fucking through you. 
But this person was talking about some bullshit about, you know, they're, they don't see race, right? I don't care if the person is white or black and all this. It's like, okay, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to remember why I brought this person's monkey ass up in the first place. But shit. I, it maybe just felt good to get it out. But I was talking about Lauren Fuckface Bober. I need to get focused. There is actually a tie-in to that. And you know how we get focused on this show? Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. I really can't remember why I brought that person up. But there was, believe it or not, a tie-in. But just know that person's a fucking idiot. But back to Lauren Fuckface Bober. But it, it, there has to be something that your tax pay. Oh, that's what it was. Let me write that down. Felon. High school. All right. So this person was up there talking about, uh, you know, they don't care about color and they're making a bit. What she was alluding to were like the police shootings. Okay, you've got that kind of fucking luxury when the overwhelming majority of the victims don't look like you. It's easy for you to just kind of dust your hands off and say, I don't see color. Well, I do. You want to know why? Because when a white cop pulls over a black suspect, we are three and a half times more likely for minor bullshit like speeding, anything. We are more likely to die from that encounter than our white counterparts. So I can see why this moron would not. I don't see color because you don't have to. That's my point about Lauren Fuckface Bobert. Her color is a motherfucker, ain't it? Again, she is a high school fucking dropout and a felon. If I look like that gang and if I ran for any kind of public office, I wouldn't make the fucking ballot. But she is a Republican and she is a Christian and she just so happens to be, in all honesty, an attractive white woman. So yeah, it's it's easy for you not to see color when it does not negatively affect you, you selfish bastards. But again, I, I really am curious. Doesn't she have something better to do? Maybe re-enroll in high school, you dumb bastard, and get an actual fucking high school diploma. And I'm not hating on anyone with the fucking GED. You do you. I don't know your story. But this raggedy bitch, I'm going to rag her. You stupid prisoner. Worried about trans people in sports, even though, again, here we are. You guys are solving fucking problems that aren't actual problems. Lauren Bober, go fuck yourself. All right, we're going to move on to part two. But before we move on to part two, you know how we do it on this show. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. All right. Gang, the next one's a little bit personal for the kid. Now, again, today's show is going to be totally fucking different. Now, my best friend knows how I feel about this one with everything else. So he sent me this article and my response was, I think I believe in God now. Gang, the second topic is the fucking NCAA. Now, if you don't know what that is, that is the governing body for collegiate athletics. Football, basketball, swimming, track and field, base, you name it, they run it. They make the rules for it. Now, when I played under NCAA reign, 
I'm trying to remember what it actually stands for. National, uh, you know what we called it? They were the National Communist Against Athletes. Gang, there's literally no fucking reason for the NCAA to exist. None at all whatsoever. It's, you know what it's the equivalent of? Gang, it's the equivalent of a room full of men making rules about what a woman can do with her own meat. You have a committee full of emotionally removed people from the NCAA athletic experience making rules for people who are actually living the NCAA experience. There is no reason for this shit to be going on. Excuse me. Now I'm going to get into the actual meat. God damn, I'm going to belch on why I'm going to rag these assholes. But let Uncle Bobby, a survivor of NCAA rules, tell you what time it is. Now, one of their big things, and it's kind of broadly defined, vaguely defined, is the improper benefit. Everything's a fucking improper benefit, according to the NCAA. Now, what they focus on is you are just like the average student. Hashtag no, we're not. We're not even fucking close, gang. We're not even fucking close. I didn't say better. I did it. But we're not the same. We are not. And so their thing is, you're going to be just like the average student. Except, again, we're not. You cannot benefit off your likeness in any way, shape, or form. That's why it's called the improper benefits rule. And it stretches out to the most absurd shit. You have ever heard, like when it was right before I enrolled at UT, I was a senior in high school, and this happened right before I got there, signing my scholarship, right? So the basketball stadium at UT is called The Drum. The Frank Irwin Center is called The Drum. Not only does the basketball team play there, that's where they practice, or at least they did when I was there. The walk from... Uh, the drum to Jester East, which at that, at least back then, was the athletic dormitory. It held basketball players, football players, uh, some track guys, the swim team, the baseball team never really lived with us. But it, it held, there were three floors reserved for just athletes. Well, why do you guys get your own? Shut the fuck up. You go do what we did and then come and fucking talk to me. Go fuck yourself. But again, we're not better, but we are different. So the walk from the drum to Jester East is roughly a mile, mile and a half. Yeah, we're, we're in tip-top shape. We're 19, 20 years old. What can't we do? But it just so happened to be a day where it wasn't sprinkling. It wasn't raining. It was pouring. Like as in if you were driving, you would have your windshield wipers on the highest setting and you'd still be going five miles an hour because you had no visibility. Shock, surprise. This basketball player didn't want to walk back in the rain. So a student manager said, I will give you a ride. Now, the problem is he and the student manager was authorized to drive a university van. That means there's an official University of Texas seal on the side. He gave him a ride back to the dorm so he couldn't get wet, wouldn't get wet, mile, mile and a half. That person, the basketball player, not the trainer or the manager, 
the basketball player was reprimanded. I don't think he was suspended, but he was reprimanded because that was considered an improper benefit. And I know you, oh, Robert, this is just, no, it's not a singular event. There's a laundry list of stupid shit that we can't do. Right? And like one of them, so I, obviously, I signed with UT and there was another linebacker, same age, same recruiting class. Donnie ended up signing with uh, UCLA. Donnie was very good. Here's one thing that a lot of people don't know. Again, I'm going to get into all of this. This this may be the whole fucking show. Thanks, Simon. You just fucked three other (laughs) topics. If he was here, he'd be laughing and probably giving me the finger. But what there's things that you guys don't know. I know you guys think that the world is ours. It can be. But there are some uh, restraints, some restrictions, some fucked up ass shit that the average person just doesn't know about. So when you, at least back in the 90s, when you signed on, full scholarship, yeah, meant just about everything. Your food was included. But what you guys don't know is that the athletic chow hall, which we all had athletic chow halls. Yes, we ate differently from the regular students. Go fuck yourself. It was open from Monday to Friday afternoon. Friday dinner all the way up to uh, Monday breakfast. You're on your own, Jack. Now, here's the thing. If you, if your parents add a couple extra bucks, they can put some stuff in your account. Because so y'all are like, why don't you just go make groceries? Hey, what happens if you don't have any fucking money? What if your parents can't put 100 bucks in your fucking account like Donnie's couldn't? Right? What do you do for food? And what you guys, I hope man, you can understand, that's a contract. The NCAA letter of intent is a fucking contract. Those aren't adoption papers. No school, no school is obligated to fulfill the entirety of that contract. If you don't perform, and I've seen it done, Colby, I still remember his name, defensive tackle. That was supposed to change the way we play defensive tackle. Let's just say he did not perform up to standard, and they cut him. I'd never seen that before. We were all like, oh, shit, we didn't know that could happen. Your, your contract is solely based, your contract renewal, is lit, whether you realize it or not, is based on your performance. Gang, we are asked to perform like Ferraris. If there's no fuel in the Ferrari, the Ferrari doesn't run. Right? Well, okay, Robert, he, his family couldn't afford to uh, uh, give him any money. Just go get a job. Hey, fuck face. That's literally against the fucking rules. Did you know that? NCAA athletes are not allowed to work. We're not. You want to know why? It's an improper benefit. Are you hiring Robert Reed because he's Robert Reed, the qualified applicant? Or he's the All-American linebacker that played at the University of Texas? Donnie's parents had no money. NCAA athletes, we are not allowed to work. And there are two and a half days. And again, our performance... Uh, dictates whether we get a contract renewal. It does. And again, people want to see Ferraris, but Ferraris with shitty gas or no gas, they don't run in a very sexy manner. So that Ferrari gets cut. So the point of the story with Donnie is uh, an alumni at UCLA. 
he owned a local grocery store. He saw Don. He's like, son, you look like shit. What's wrong? And he told him, I don't eat on the weekends. I just don't. He was like, why not? He's like, I don't have any money. And the athletic chow hall is closed. And you know the fucked up thing is, gang? Because I remember trying it once. I'm not even allowed to eat in the regular chow hall. Now, maybe it's changed. Because I remember coming back a little bit early on from a break. But my scholarship had it kicked in. You know what I mean? I can't remember if it was spring break or something. They're very regimental when that shit kicks in. And I was hungry. So I went to the athletic chow. I was like, oh, shit, it was closed. But you know what was open? The regular student chow hall. Now, I went down there and it's like, well, can I, I need to eat. Can we put this on the scholarship? It was like, no, your scholarship doesn't cover, you know, the regular student chow hall. I happen to have a couple of bucks. Like, and then I'll pay for the food. I can't. I can't let you in. So again, you guys think that the whole world is given to us, but no, it's not. And so the grocery store owner is like, look, son, you look like shit. I can't sit here and watch you look like shit. I'm actually a good human. So this is what I'm going to do. So he took a brown paper bag. Yeah, I just told my age. I said brown paper bag. And he put basics in it. He put like a box of cereal, whole milk, bologna, white bread, mayonnaise, 64 slices of American cheese. It wasn't steaks. It wasn't lobster tails. It wasn't, you know, caviar, Don Perignon. No, it was basic staples. Gang, you'll never guess what happened. The alumni was like the, the TV show branded. Yeah, he wasn't allowed on campus anymore. Donnie got hit with the suspension. You want to know why? Improper benefits. Yeah, improper benefits because a business owner saw a hungry young man and gave him basic groceries. This is part of the reason why the NCAA is so fucking stupid. It is useless. How many times am I going to quote John Wick? Y'all remember that part? I always With the fucking pencil. Y'all remember when he was in the fucking warehouse with the plastic bag? <laughs> it's usually, usually. <laughs> remember Vigo getting all mad at him? Uh, that was a fucking great movie. I got to go watch that shit again. But the NCAA, like Vigo, is useless. All they do is make stupid fucking rules that they don't have to live under. They just don't. And so the reason why they made the list today, because the Supreme Court, and I, it almost pains me to say this, I actually agree with something Brett Kavanaugh fucking did and said it was unanimous, nine to nothing. NCAA athletes now can have compensation for their work. And that is what they are. They are employees. Now, the reason why up to this point, gang, they haven't been able to uh, benefit off of it is because, have y'all heard the term student athlete? Again, just, just so you guys know, there's nothing these assholes do that's not 100% with a nefarious fucking purpose. If I am an employee, and this has happened, there have been athletes who have suffered catastrophic career-ending injuries. And you know what the school has done? See you. It's like, well, I want to finish my degree plan. Well, you can't dunk a basketball anymore, so no. Right? Well, what do I do for money and education? What's your name again? Right? They wash your hands. And that's all permissible under the NCAA rule. You want to know why? We're not employees. 
The official term was made, I think, in the mid-80s. Student athlete. There's a reason why that term exists. And it is because the official title of a University of Texas football player named Robert Reed, I am not an employee. Even though I do everything an employee does, I'm not an employee. I'm a student athlete. That name just didn't get pulled out of someone's ass. It is a legal term. Student athletes are owed no compensation at all whatsoever, including workman's comp in case of severe injury. There, you, nothing. You get nothing. You want to know why? Because the term student athlete covers all that shit. Now, gang, I'm about to get hard and heavy. And again, some of y'all don't give two shits about sports and fuck you. But you guys can blame Simon for this shit. I I had a list of shit to talk about that I don't know if I'm going to get to it. But gang, I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pushing the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two. Of gin and truth. Let's go. So, gang, Anger Fest in part one ended with me giving y'all the reason why we are called student athletes. Now, again, that that covers the whole shebang of bang. That is the reason why we are financially hamstrung. Now, part of the improper benefits rule is, as I belch, hashtag unprofessional. Ah, pardon me. Under that heading is, again, we can't uh, be compensated for our likeness. That means jerseys, jersey sales. If your likeness is on a T-shirt like Ricky Williams uh, used to be, if it is connected with you in any way, shape, or fucking form, you don't get any money. Now, I still haven't talked about what universities make off of us, and this can be somewhat of a complex topic. That's why I think this one's take up the whole fucking show. Gang, in 1994, that was the first year I made All-American. Now, it was the John Walsh uh, Sega football game. For those of you that remember those good old days, I sucked at video games, but it's going to sound funny. I always played with myself. So when you can queue up the University of Texas and you can pick, let's say we're going to play Oklahoma. Now, when Texas was on defense, if you wanted the sack, if you wanted the tackle for loss, the interception, you would you could toggle your uh, remote control, your controller, as we used to call them, the sticks. Some of y'all just laughed. Y'all remember, right? Pick up them goddamn sticks. Let's go. You, you would toggle the little controller there, and you could scroll to number 40. Now, when you look at number 40, you know, you at number 40's profile, speed, Strength, I think the highest rating you can get was like a five. Number 40 was a five across the board. Number 40 was the strongest. He was the fastest. Number 40 had the best hands. If you, again, whatever you needed when you played 
with the University of Texas defense, 1994, John Walsh college football game on the Sega system, you toggled until the era was on number 40, and you got that sack. You got that interception. Do you know who number 40 was? Me. Robert Reed was the highest rated player on John Walsh's 1994 Sega system football game. That thing sold millions of fucking units. I was the highest rated player on that video game. Do you know how much money I saw from that? Here, let me give you a range. It's somewhere in between zero fucking dollars and zero fucking dollars. Now, I didn't sue. All right, I didn't even make it a topic of conversation. I was just like, God damn. But the person who kind of brought this into the forefront was Ed O'Bannon. He sued, he was the first one of us to sue the NCAA. Ed played basketball. If I'm not mistaken, he was number 32. Now, just like the Robert Reed uh, player, well, I can't even say the Robert Reed player, just like number 40, who just so happened to be the same number as Robert Reed, Ed O'Bannon's character, I think we're number 32. Now, Again, if you needed to make that three-point shot, you needed to block somebody's shit, you needed to get the assist, you would scroll to number 32. Number 32 was a light-skinned black dude on the video game. Number 32 wore a single uh, wristband on his forearm. Number 32 shot left-handed. Do you know I just fucking described to a T? Ed O'Bannon. Ed O'Bannon, and the player on the TV screen was bold. Ed O'Bannon just so happens to wear number 32, was bald-headed, wore one wristband on his left forearm, and guess who also shot with his left hand? Let me give you a hint. It rhymes with Ed O'Bannon. Now, when Ed O'Bannon sued the NCAA, do you know what they told him? That's not you. No, look. No, look. Number 32, I wore 32. I'm a bald-headed, high-yellow, fucking-skinned, left-handed basketball player. That's me. You know what they told him? That's not you. You want to know why that wasn't him? Do you want to want to know why number 40, the outside linebacker from 1994 Texas Longhorn football team? You want to know why that's not us? Our name's not on the jersey. That's their defense. That's not you. Again, come on. Again, if you come home and when you left home for work, you and your wife, you and your husband, y'all left. You looked at the cookie jar. There was a cookie jar full of fucking Oreos. Now, you come home, there's not a single fucking Oreo anywhere to be fucking found anywhere in the fucking house. You know who was home all day? Your fucking son. Now, when you go, it's like, you didn't see it, but you're like, dude, did you eat all those fucking Oreos? And when your son says, no, it wasn't me, you're going to punish the shit out of him. That's a lie and a half. Right? Now, either someone broke into the house, which is plausible, didn't touch any of your jewelry, none of the electronics. They simply came and ate the fucking bowl of Oreos. Is that possible? Yeah. Is it probable? Not likely. It was your fucking brat kid. 
Is it possible that number 40 who just so happened to play outside? No, no, it's not even fucking probable, possible, any of the fucking P words you can pull out of your asshole. The answer is no. Ed O'Bannon was a bald-headed, left-handed, fucking all-American basketball player. You'll never guess what. That's Ed O'Bannon. But they don't have to pay us because our names are not on the fucking jersey, Jack. And so while I got got you here, you, you guys clearly can tell I don't like NCAA. But here are some of the arguments that I get And this, I don't have this discussion anymore. If you don't think college athletes should get paid, honestly and truly, fuck you. I mean, honestly. If I was a college student and I was a chemistry major and I I could take a paid internship, I knew people who were engineers. Uh, One person I know was an engineer and something that she designed was put on the fucking space shuttle, Jack. She was paid. So again, this is a rule that only seems to fucking fall on the shoulders of NCAA athletes. Now, the number one uh, discussion point that I normally get is, well, no one's forcing y'all to play. Yeah, again, brilliant discovery there, Copernicus. How long did it take you to figure that shit out? You're right. No one forced me to play football. Nobody. But you know what? I wanted to, and so I did. That That is a conversation stopper. You have absolutely... You're not entering in good faith. And if you think I'm bullshitting, ask Texas what our pregnancy rate is for teenagers. You want to know why? Because we in this state, we you know what our uh, philosophy is? Well, if kids just don't have sex, they don't have to worry about pregnancy or STDs. Again, logically, you're absolutely right. But your conversation does not lend anything the actual reality that a little boy's penis is going to get hard. A little girl's vagina is going to get wet. Now someone go and tell Ben Shapiro that a woman's vagina is allowed to be wet. It is not a biological disorder, Ben. I don't care what your wife told you. She's lying to you. She still thinks that a fucking orgasm fucking is something that's inside of your body that filters waste. And she's a doctor. She doesn't know the difference between organs and orgasms. You want to know why? She's never had one. Ben Shapiro, go find out about a wet-ass P-word. But again, when you want to have an actual conversation, come hit me up. Because you're right. We would not have any of these problems if no one participated in NCAA sports. Well, you'll never guess what, fuckface. We got a football season coming up. NCAA track just ended. Some of those kids are running right now trying to make an Olympic team. There's going to be a basketball season. You know what's going on right now? The NCAA Baseball World Series. Hmm, I wonder how much the NCAA is making off of that. So again, that is a stupid conversation ender. Well, no one forced you. What's your point? No one's forcing you to work, but I bet you like having, I don't know, food, a car. You're right. No one's forcing you to do anything. But here's the thing, idiot. People are going to do it. So let's solve the issue before we just start throwing these fucking roadblocks up. The second one is, and I love this one, right? It's how are we going to structure the payment? I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm not an economist. I'm not. But like I also said, right? I don't. I'm not a fucking uh, mechanical engineer. I'm not a structural engineer. I'm none of that. But those little strands, I don't even know what the fuck they're called. The ones that hold up the, what is it? The San Francisco Bridge or whatever the fuck it is. When those things start snapping, again, I don't have to be an engineer of any kind to be able to say, that looks unsafe. Yeah, I think you should do, should do something about that shit. I don't have to be an expert level fucking economist to know that when Ricky Williams was here at the University of Texas, that number 34 jersey was on back order. No mall, no school store. You could not find a number 34 jersey anywhere. And you know what? You can't find, at least not ones that weren't fucking ripoffs, none of them had the last name Williams on it. But I wonder whose number 34 that was. Ricky Williams did not see a fucking dime of that money. Again, well, he didn't have to play, but he did. And he made the University of Texas a shit ton of money. More people sat their asses in the fucking stands to see number 34. Mac Brown was making at minimum somewhere between five and six and a half million dollars. That's just the fucking foundation, Jack. That doesn't count any of his perks. No one. No one pays top dollar for a 50-yard line seat to see Mac Brown do his little famous golf clap when we got a first down. You know what they did go there to see? Ricky Williams. I don't know exactly how to structure the payments. I don't know. But what I can tell you is that Ricky Williams deserves to be paid. Again, it, it was God bless America. You know, and I'm just kind of sticking with what I know on this one, gang, because I'm a Texas Longhorn. It was 2019, if I'm not mistaken. It was right before COVID. The University of Texas. Back, I got a lot of stories about UT. But we were the first school, if I'm not mistaken, who profited. And this was just off of football, gang, to profit over one B with a B. One billion dollars. You mean to tell me you can't break Ricky Williams or Sam Ellinger off a check for $2,200? Are you kidding me? Go fuck yourselves. Right? I mean, shit. This is a business. No one goes to a stadium to see the coach. They go to see the men and women on the field, on the court, in the water. This is a industry. This is fucking a moneymaker. And the only people not getting paid are the people doing all the work. Right? And, and this is one that I just absolutely positively love. No, I don't. No, I don't. It's you got a free education. That should be enough. Okay. First and foremost, go fuck yourself. Again, you are not in the same conversation that I am in. I signed a contract. I wasn't given shit. You understand? None of us were. We worked our monkey asses off. You remember all the times that some of y'all fucking, oh, you got a hangover from cheap beer. I'm not going to go to class the next day. I didn't have a choice, except my hangover wasn't from cheap beer. I just got my ass kicked from a three-hour fucking football practice. I'm so sore 
my first step out of the bed, I'm reaching for a fucking Vicodin. Back then, Coach Makovic had centuries. You know what I'm talking about? People who stood outside of the classrooms taking role to make sure athletes, his athletes, went to class. It didn't matter how sore you were. It didn't matter how many bones were broken. Again, this isn't a cry for sympathy. I'm telling you all the way it T.I. is. Right? And again, so it's like you were given a free education. No, Jack, I wasn't given shit. I earned it. That contract stipulates we will pay for your school if you give us your body. So, no, I wasn't. this wasn't a gift. I didn't show up because I had a nice smile or a pretty ass to look at. It wasn't even exchange. My body for that education, except the even exchange ends at the point to where my head coach was making millions of dollars living in a three-story gated community house. And again, I, I failed to see John Makovic anywhere roaming the sidelines on any of those video games. No, but you know who was? Tony Brackens, Chris Carter, Trey Thomas, Bryant Westbrook, right? All those fucking dudes. Tyson King, Kyle Richardson, Shane Rink, Stoney Clark. That's who I played with, gang. That's who you saw on the fucking video game. You didn't see John Makovic, right? So again, it's all, well, you were given a free education. Stop complaining. It wasn't free. And again, for those of you who had to pay for your school, way to go. But you'll never guess what. So did I. And you will get out of student debt long before any of us get out of physical pain. And the most fucked up part about that portion of the argument is the people, at least in my professional life, who say athletes shouldn't be paid. They've got luxury boxes. They've never missed a game. And when Texas plays in some godforsaken state, I know people who own planes so they don't have to stand in line at the airport and they'll fly to see us play in Nebraska, South Bend, Indiana. And you know what? As much as I sound like I'm rag, I appreciate the shit out of it. I'd love the support. But you can't sit here and tell me, you know, you don't deserve anything when you literally just paid six figures. And that's just for the fucking deposit on a luxury box, non-refundable. Then you have to pay X amount for season tickets because it's not just you and your family. Oh, no. You have to buy a whole bunch, Jack. I bet you at the end of the day, people who go in on luxury boxes are spending over a million dollars. We are popular because people like you paid top fucking cash to see us play. And again, I'm not mad at you. I really am not. Not for the support. But I do get my underwear bunched up in my butthole when it's the exact same people who sit here and say, you shouldn't get a fucking dime. Then you go back and you write a check for $750,000 to watch an 18-year-old ruin his body for your entertainment. Right? It'd be one thing if you directly were writing the check. But again, these kids are earning this money. Right? When you go and you buy... $125 replica jersey of your favorite fucking football player or basketball player or baseball player, then turn around and tell that kid you shouldn't get any money. You're a hypocrite. You are a fucking hypocrite. Again, you, I bet you right now, gang, there are people who can name every starting quarterback 
in the Big 12 last year, but couldn't name all their kids' friends. Couldn't name all their pe- uh, kids' teachers. Right? These are the people who see your kid put literal hands on your kids on a daily basis. Your kid's third grade teacher, where'd they go to school? Honestly, what was their minor? Hmm? How much do they make a year? You know what the football player makes. How much do their teachers make? What do you know about your kids' teachers? Right? The average person last year could have told you every fucking thing there was to know about Sam Ellinger. Sam Ellinger is a fucking Texas Longhorn, and I love the Texas Longhorns, and I just need an excuse to drink. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, Delicious. Gin and truth, let's go. These kids have earned the money that they are making. Steve Sarkeesian, again, I'm sticking with UT because that's what I know the most about. I think his base is six and a half to seven million dollars. And you know what? He's earned it. That is a hard job to have, gang. And he would not have to make a penny less if it meant paying those kids even a little bit, stipend. I don't know. Again, I don't know the structure and I don't need to have the structure down to the very last penny to be able to tell you those kids should be getting paid. Now, another one of the famous arguments against paying athletes is uh, we, we are spoiled and entitled. Even if that's true, what does that have to do with the millions upon millions, sometimes billions of dollars we bring into schools? So what? But here's the thing, gang. The... And I remember telling someone this over the summer. When COVID restrictions started to lighten up, I went to lunch with a friend, and we're sitting there at some place, and there was a basketball game on, I think. I'm trying to remember what sport it was. And we were talking, and this person was kicking some of the talking points. And I remember telling this person, the only difference between us and y'all, and I was talking about you know athletes versus kind of the non-athletes, you, you, you know our last names, Right? we're just like you. <laughs> it's like people, magazines, celebrities are just like you. They pump gas, they brush your teeth. We're human, right? And again, it, it, you want to know why you don't hear about the football player who goes to work, has to practice, lifts the weights, go to the meetings. Then what happens after that? He goes straight from there He watches his daughter play soccer. She scores the winning goal. Then he comes home. He helps his kid with his homework. He sits down, has dinner with his family, has sex with his wife that night, goes to sleep, wakes up, and hits the repeat button. You want to know why you don't hear about that? For the exact same reason you don't hear about that from your third grade teacher. No one gives a shit, and it's boring. But you know what you do hear about when the athlete fucks up? Right. Then I remember there was one summer. It was the Ray Rice summer. For those of you who follow sports, it was the Ray Rice summer where the NFL admittedly had a black eye. They had like five or six incidences of just real fucked up ass behavior. And I remember someone at work saying, you know, there's this epidemic of rape and all these athletes are at. Not you, Robert. I mean, you're different. But uh, there's like, really? How about this? I'll spot you the five guys that you heard about over the summer. I'll spot you, Robert Reed. Now, name four other fucking football players to give me an even 10. You know how many she can name, gang? Not a single fucking one. Right? Again, I, I, it's easy to sit here and look at just the headlines. 
Yeah, and the ones who fuck up, I'm with you. Throw their monkey ass underneath the bush of fucking criminals. Ray Rice, as far as I'm concerned, gang, got off way too easy. You punch a woman, period. But when you punch a woman like that, then drag her body off the fucking elevator with the emotional wherewithal as if you were doing fucking laundry, you go to jail, Jack. You do not get an NFL contract. It is a privilege, not a right. But again, back to the spoiled and the entitled part. Even if that's true, what does that have to do with the bottom line? Because if that's the case, how many spoiled and uh, uh, spoiled and entitled doctors, lawyers, is Elon Musk spoiled and entitled? I mean, where are you going to draw the fucking line, assholes? Yeah, I sound a little bit frustrated, gang. This is a personal thing for me. I've been hearing this shit since 1991, and none of these arguments hold water. But the NCAA has finally got trumped by the fucking uh, Supreme Court, and I'm glad. My generation won't see a dime. Probably last year's players won't see a dime. But these kids need to start getting paid. And I'm going to kind of trail off. Because, again, when I tell you I could probably fill up five episodes of just NCAA bullshit, I'm being kind <laughs> when I say just fucking five uh, uh, episodes. But, gang, Uncle Bobby has given you two enormous problems. And as a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you two big motherfucking solutions. First one up, Lauren Fuckface Bobert, shut the fuck up. You are an uneducated fucking felon. You were part of the <clears throat> facts don't care about your feelings crew, but you believe in a man in the sky that's never been proven who created an entire universe in six 24-hour days talking to himself, taking down dictation. You don't get to talk about reality, dude. You just don't. And again, y'all's non-stop fucking war against trans people is making me sick. Again, if you want to stick to the facts, go ahead, roll it out. You guys keep rolling out the same five or six examples of a trans woman who won gold in an event, but it, okay, all right. But where, where, where are we changing the landscape? Where, where, where are trans brothers and sisters redefining how we participate in sports? It doesn't work. It's not happening. Well, Robert, you know, this is just in case. Okay, like I said before, make sure you also hang garlic outside of your door just in case Dracula tries to suck your blood in the middle of the night. You are coming up with solutions and then looking for a problem to pin them on. There is no statistical data to support this trans overrun of fucking women's sports. Again, you, 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 you are in politics, you stupid idiot. Go do something political. If nothing else, re-enroll in high school, you stupid bastard, and do what most of us did. Walk the stage. But your monkey ass got your GED. What, was it in between? Uh, were you making belts? Or was it license plates that day? I'm sorry, uh, were you busting cheeks? Now, I don't know. Maybe you were being passed around for marble unfiltered and zuzus and wham-whams. You silly bastard. Go get a fucking education and get off the backs 
of my trans brothers and sisters. Next one up, the NCAA, shut the fuck up. Gang, I don't care. I do not care what you say. College athletes deserve to be paid. Now, some of the people that I've talked to have said they shouldn't be paid, but these people don't watch sports at all. So that pretty much tells me you're just buying into the negative stereotypes and listening to the negative headlines about athletes, which again has got nothing to do with us being paid. And then the other half are the people who do watch sports and still think that athletes shouldn't be paid all the while shelling out big bucks to watch us play, play. Everyone, it, it is the ultimate hustle. It is a four-year rotating employment force, right? As the coach gets older, he just gets richer. In four years, you will never see John Jones, a starting quarterback for the University of Utah ever again because the odds are he's not going pro. So he'll just get another one, then another one, and another one. You get older, but your quarterback remains a 19-year-old elite athlete. This is the ultimate hustle. Again, if you're still saying athletes shouldn't be paid, I honestly think you should check yourself, Jack. In no other realm. And fucking Brett Kavanaugh even said this. In no other realm can someone who fits the description of an employee in every way, shape, and form not be paid like a fucking employee. Those boys and girls, those men and women, those hardworking, talented bastards deserve a paycheck. No, I don't know exactly how it's supposed to happen, and that's not my job. All I know is that those kids work hard, and they deserve a paycheck. All right, gang, the big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth, let's go. And truth, Thank you.